Hello, livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk. But if not, then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howell. Welcome, Livestock Friends, to this edition of Before the Bid. And on this podcast, I have back a guest that I enjoy uh, having on the podcast, and I enjoy just the friendship that I have with him uh, through the cattle business and uh, the, the different meetings that we have and different things that we do. Uh, and different times we get to hang out at shows or sales or, or whatever it is. Uh, I just really enjoy this guy, and I really enjoy the program that he works for uh, and that uh, he helps lead into uh, the cattle world and and they are really making a splash here uh, around the nation and and even around the world here and uh, on this podcast we are talking to uh, Mr. Glenn Davis of Lynn's Heritage Angus and they are going to have their fourth annual performance tested bull sale and it is coming up on January 23rd and that is going to be a two o'clock central standard time start time and it will be held at Crown Point Indiana and uh, Glenn you know, there's there's a lot of snow, there's a lot of cold, there's a lot of things in northern Indiana in January, and you guys have moved this sale up to January 23rd, and uh, I just kind of laugh and think of think of where where did that logic come from? <laughs> well, it really came from <laughs> of all. Uh, it's kind of humorous, really, but it was really more the auctioneers and the and the you know and the sales manager just fitting in a weekend. Uh huh. And, and trying to make it ours. You know, that's kind of everyone's problem because when we moved back from Wisconsin, uh, you know, we had to pick a weekend and, and we, which forced us into January. Uh-huh. And, and of course the, the great, you know, the Baldridge sale has been a st- stalwart at the weekend they had, uh, which is the basically the last Saturday of the month. So we had to go the Saturday before, which actually kind of fits good here because we, we calve early, you know, we're already done calving mm-hmm. and uh, we moved our calving forward just for the sale for those reasons. And uh, it kind of opened everything up now. And, it, and and for us being in Indiana, as you mentioned, uh, uh, not only snow, but rain is the biggest hindrance we have, right. you know, living right next to Lake Michigan. So we pretty much are, are very happy with the date now. I mean, we're, we, we've done it the two years in a row now. And, and, I mean, it really fits our deal. Last year we were still calving. We learned that was a mistake. Uh, so this year we 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 quit calving at Christmas. Essentially, we have a few stragglers, and then we ship the later part of the herd uh, to a southern farm with some good friends of ours that are actually great bull customers of ours. We call them the Indiana Boys or Indiana Group, but uh, but they're really good young. Or you know, I don't know if they're that young. They're kind of my age, but but. Uh, they they do a great job and uh, they're cabin about 60 of our Januarys down there. So we're basically done this year so we can accommodate the bulls, you know, with with a great deal more ease than last year. Mm-hmm. And, and as you said earlier, you you guys had this bull sale, a joint bull sale in Wisconsin. And and then you decided you would take it on on your own down at Crown Point here in Indiana. And, and Glenn, Indiana's not a 
a great place to sell bulls uh, for a lot of people, I guess. A lot of people would say, well, I can sell three or four or maybe ten a year. You know, some of those guys that have been around are, are doing quite a bit. But but what was the what was the thought behind moving it to Indiana and, and doing it right here? Well, the Wisconsin deal, we were doing a joint sale while our herd was still building. Mm-hmm. And, and then once, once we got so big, you know, we were bigger than our partner then. And, mm-hmm. and uh, which that's what, you know, we, we were forced to make a decision, either, either stay in Wisconsin, which is very similar to Indiana. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not a huge beef state. And so what our, what our deal was then, we decided to push hard on our steer program, which is, is mostly, you know, out west is where we buy a lot of them. We buy them in state also, but it's hard to get the group size that we need. Mm-hmm. So the customers will come, uh, you know, mainly because, uh, you know, we do business with them on the other end, mm-hmm. you know, buying their steer. So we're, we're very fortunate there. Again, that's, that's part of Fred Lynn's goal and dream was uh, to be self-sufficient almost. I mean, and, and we're not there yet. I mean, we're striving and getting better every year. We, we call very hard here. People will like that. I mean, our bull sale this year, we, we called 100 to get 100. Oh, wow. So, I mean, we call very hard. So, the bulls in the sale are exceptional. And, uh, you know, mainly because we can't sell more than we're selling in the sale. We don't feel anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, last year, we could have used another 10 bulls. But you know how the bull selling is, Andy. I mean, right. one year doesn't always mean what the next year is. And we're playing it kind of safe. I mean, we're, you know, we're, we're doing a lot of different stuff. And hopefully, last year's sale was a great success. And our high-selling bull last year, Andy, if you remember, was only $16,000. Mm-hmm. So, and we still had a, almost a $6,000 average on 90 bulls. So, I mean, uh, and there was a lot of Indiana buyers. Uh-huh. I mean, there was a lot of Indiana guys buying the bulls. So, right. I mean, it just takes time. And, 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 uh, and, and with that time, Andy, you got to believe you're doing right. You right. know what I mean, bud. It's, it's, you can't, you, you just can't express enough how much faith you have to put in your program to take on the, the rough years, you know, the early years. And, and our problem is, you know, we're still, uh, you know, we're still perfecting our trade here in the state we're in. So, you know, we do a lot of cooperator herds and stuff like that, and we pay a great deal of money for those calves. So Andy, you can imagine how hard it is to take a knife to those bulls mm-hmm. that uh, just because we feel we can only sell so many. Right. And I mean, we're selling the the steers at a loss, but it's part of the program right now until we feel comfortable selling 150 or 200 bulls. Right. Right. You know, our herd size will not grow anymore. I mean, we're we're around 500 calves a year, and that, that's enough. Uh-huh. You know, in, in the state of Indiana. Mm-hmm. So uh, we won't grow anymore. So we're always going to have around two to 250 bulls to pick from. It'll just, you know, hopefully. Hopefully, we'll eventually be able to expand on the 90 or 95 bulls that we put in each year. Mm-hmm. Right. And that'll be a decision, Andy, as, as we move forward and 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 make sure everybody's happy and, and that the bulls are going properly and we're getting enough money, to, you know, to make it fly. Mm-hmm. So, otherwise, we would go the other way. If it, if it goes bad for a couple of years, we would probably shrink, you know, down to 70 bulls, mm-hmm. you know. So, we're just kind of just kind of learning on the go, Andy. Right. It, yeah, a, a little bit one of those things. If you got a great big pen full of bulls, the the phone doesn't ring quite as much as if you don't have any bulls in the in the lot, right? <laughs> well, and, and I think a lot of the reason, Andy, I agree with that 100%. I think a lot of the reason people are starting to come to us is is and, and we're lucky. Again, I'm very lucky to be part of an operation, but 
we're a bigger operation. So our, our size and groups of sons out of certain sires, this, this is the first year where it's very evident, mm-hmm. you know, you know, most of the size, I shouldn't say all of them, but a lot of the sire groups, you know, have at least five to eight bulls out of that group, which right. gives guys a chance to buy brothers. A lot of guys like to buy brothers. Right. And so, you know, and this is our first year where we've had that we, in the past, we've had one or two sire groups that have had, you know, five to eight. Right. This year, we must have at least six or seven that have at least five to eight bulls out of that group, which I think will help people to you know, right. give them another another advantage right. you know, to buy one. On on those past bulls that, that they did have some sire groups, did you find that, that those sire groups might be selling a little bit better and, and selling to oh, yes. some of the same people so that those guys can, can take them and have those half-brothers? Yes, for sure. Exactly. And, and, and the other thing, I mean, especially in the Western buyers, mm-hmm. I mean, the Western buyers, they love to buy brothers. Mm-hmm. They love it. So, and, and actually some of the Indiana guys, you know, our Indiana boys out there, they'll buy brothers, mm-hmm. you know, they'll try to buy all out of one group, which uh, of course is very helpful, mm-hmm. you know, very helpful to us and to them. Right. And then you also find out what your best sire group was, you know, so you know, to, you know, those daughters and sisters to those bulls will, will hopefully be our most valuable asset in the future. To put in that female female sale in the fall or, or offer to uh, some of those customers there in the fall uh, with, yes. with the female. Yes. Thing. Yep. That's kind of the goal. Mm-hmm. Doesn't always work, bud. You know that, but mm-hmm. but that's what we're searching for. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if this is is this the third or the fourth podcast that we've done. I know it's at least the third, but and and we've talked about the background of, of Lens just a bit. But but if somebody has not heard. Uh, a little about the Lens Heritage Angus. Would would you give us just a real quick background of of how you guys how how it kind of started and and why are you guys at, at 500 cows now? Well, Fred Lens, the the owner of of Lens Angus, is uh, also the owner of Meats by Lens, which is one of the premier meat purveying companies in the, in the country. I mean, as far as top end com- companies, I mean, they're when you mention quality meat. Lens will come up immediately if you're dealing with chefs or anybody like that. They all know the company. Mm-hmm. And with that, Fred got out looking for a, a better program, a more eye-appealing program with a, a lot better story. Because everybody, if you notice now, whether it's chickens, pigs, or bees, or honey, or it doesn't matter what it is, there's got to be a story or the consumer won't buy it. Mm-hmm. So with Lens, I mean, Fred had the idea that he wanted to get more involved in the live end. He was always on the kill and he never was involved in the live. So I met him uh, while I was working at Riley Brothers up in Wisconsin and Fred uh, and I got to be good friends. So I knew him for about two years and then he decided that he was going to do it. He was going to buy his own genetics and start trying to buy steers and start doing the whole full circle with 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 meat. Mm-hmm. And, and now here we are uh, well, about seven years later from when he began, and, and we've got 500 cows and and a whole lot of steers. I can't even tell you where we're at there with COVID and everything. That kind of really, really fluctuated and hurt a little bit. But mm-hmm. but uh, other than that, I mean, that's why he did it. He, he needed to have an honest program that is actually, we, you know, we're finally getting there, Andy. We're finally getting our own steers coming down the pipeline now. Mm-hmm. You know, it took a couple of years, you know, buying steers from guys that weren't, you know, they weren't even our blood, uh-huh. but we, we had to start. Right. So, uh, and, and, uh, now it's finally starting to flow. Um, we brought in a new steer buyer, uh, uh, you know, we had two steer buyers all year this year. 
uh, Jerry Dean was our was our uh, original buyer, and then now we have Anthony Randall, and he is buying. He he lives out west. They both live out west, and uh, so they got us on good good uh, ground, to, you know, to go. And they were both excellent steer guys. So so that was smart. Fred made another smart move, bringing them on, and and uh, so we're the COVID thing. Like everyone, it's hurt. You know, it's it's been a it's been a little rougher year. You know, for because you got to remember, we're a we're a top end meat company, so we only sell to restaurants. And as all of you out there in the audience know, uh, that's been not good. Right. It's it, you know, so it's it slowed us up. It's changed our company some. We we sell a lot more direct now. Mm-hmm. You know, you can buy meats by Lens Meat now. You know, online. Um, so it, it it's changed. You know, but you know, it's like every other company in this country. We're we're all going to be stronger when this is over. Right. And and Fred's no different. I mean, uh, he, he's made changes, and, and we're going to be in good shape. You can count on it. Meats by Lens will be around for a long time. Right. Yeah, and, and you guys, you, you've got your steer buyers, but, but you guys direct those guys towards the, the guys that are using your genetics, uh, especially things that come out of the bull sale and, and those kind of places, correct? Exactly. And what we've really, the last few years, we've had many bulls you know, either go to AI studs or we collect the better ones ourselves. And uh, so many guys, we're really getting better and better customers every year. Andy. Mm-hmm. Every year we get, we find a new one or two guys that'll AI, you know, uh, two, 300 cows to a bull purely for, uh, you know, killing reasons. And, and we've been buying a lot more bulls now. We're, our search on bulls has been, if you've noticed, Andy, I don't know if you've really noticed, but we've been buying bulls and not quite to Grimius's level. Mm-hmm. We're not doing that, but we're, uh, we're buying a lot of bulls, using them in our program and, and, you know, using them, you know, behind our cows. And then we're, uh, we're, we're using them AI, mm-hmm. you know, so we're, we're selling a lot more semen than we ever did before. And now people are liking it and it, that's building also, that's just another part of our business <laughs> right. is the semen end. And that part's really picking up. And uh, I, I got to admit, we're, we just bought some new bulls. We bought a bull down in Oklahoma City, and we've had, uh, I would say, probably 30 calls on that bull already, people wanting semen. And we didn't even buy him for that reason. We bought him because we need more bulls at home. We've had too many injuries. Uh-huh. And uh, so it, it's, that part's really been catching on, Andy. Right. Now, was that a goal when you guys started this? Was it a goal to, to get into the, the semen selling business on, no. on your bulls? No, it was not. It was a goal on our own bulls to raise uh-huh. them, uh-huh. but it was not a goal of ours to to buy bulls. But but it, as it's ended up now, we we probably buy more bulls now than we do females. Uh-huh. You know, we're always watching for the newest genetics and the best genetics, and and uh, and we can get kill data back so quick we can find out which bulls are are the real deal and which ones aren't. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's kind of what we focus on now. I mean, uh, we we want to buy. I think we want to buy five or six more bulls yet this spring. We've already bought two this oh, wow. in January here, and we want to buy at least five or six more this spring. Uh, some of them will collect right away. Some will just go directly to breeding the cows. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we've actually had really good success at that. So we, we, we didn't plan on that one, but it's something we're really moving towards. Right. Yeah, and when an opportunity knocks, you, uh, you open the door for it. And, you know, we use our own sons excessively, you know, right. also. Our best bulls we use ourselves and we try to prove them and, and that's how you have to do it in this industry on the registered end i mean we got to show people what our bulls can do andy correct so we'll, we'll breed them right away 
two things came out of that. One, uh, we want to talk about a bull or two from you guys, but but I want to hear a little bit about Oklahoma. Uh, we were out there as well, and, and uh, you and I, we'd like to hook up whenever we can to uh, talk and discuss things. And, and what did we get to see each other 10 minutes maybe uh, out in Oklahoma because uh, you were so busy running around and, and so were we. But, but you guys had a lot of success out in Oklahoma. I, I got to tell you, I, I at Oklahoma was was humbling because the the cattle we took were so well accepted. It was it was way above expectations, mm-hmm. way above. Uh, Lynn's exemplify, for instance, uh, the backlash from Oklahoma has been monstrous. Mm-hmm. The the calls and the interest in the bull and and uh, just what what he can do. Everyone got to see his one of his oldest heifers and. And it, it really, really was impressive. And, and the reason I'm so proud of that heifer, she is three generations Lynn's breeding, right. which, which is purely what you want as a program. We want to be a program that people know we are not just buying and selling and trading cattle. Right, correct. They, they need to know that I am very, very interested in, in breeding our own bulls to our own cows and, and finding out just who's who, you know, against, against national bulls you know, nationally used bulls from studs and, right. and our bulls are at stud, like exemplify, of course, you know, he's at origin, he's at universal semen, he's at Calavis. You can get semen on him about anywhere, mm-hmm. but we're very proud of him. And in, in that same sale, Andy, you know, it's funny, the sale that exemplify came out of, we sold two confidence plus sons that year and a bull called confidential went to Alta. Uh-huh. And, and I'm very proud of that bull. We've got many calves out of him this year. This was the year we got a lot of calves out of both those sires. Mm-hmm. And uh, we couldn't be happier uh, with both calves. Uh, it just, just, I mean, Andy, you can't imagine the good feeling you get when you raise a sire that's used nationally and, and they do well. Right. It's, it's like the, it, it's, it means a great deal more, Andy, than any money ever could. Right. I mean, that other cattlemen, which are your peers, accept an animal from you. For me, anyway, it's, it's, it, it's what I do this for. Mm-hmm. It, it's what I do this for. I, 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 I get just, you know, don't get me wrong. I've sold a lot of semen over the last 10 years. And, uh, you know, I get the bad calls too. Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong. Not every bull works. Right. And, uh, and so when you get one that, that can really lay the wood to it, like Exemplify is doing now, uh, it's very, very proud. Right. Just very proud. And, you know, we're, we're fortunate. We use Confidence Plus and, you know, we used them again this year. You know, mm-hmm. of course, again, just like before, lot one and two are confidence plus sons. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we, we really, you know, we, we like something about that bull or we wouldn't keep doing it. Right. So, yeah, we, we've been very happy with that. Uh, you know, our other bulls like accuracy and shifting gears, you know, they're heavily in this book. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, you know, accuracy was at, at Gen X and, and shifting gears was was privately owned and and he died young. So we. You know, we didn't get a lot of cattle out of him, but the daughters and these bulls out of him are just sensational. And uh, so we, we've been very happy with the bulls that we've chosen, and we try to be very picky with the bull that, that we go public with, you know, nationally. Right. You know, I, I just, I'm very, very picky. And because uh, I'll still be wrong, believe me, I'm wrong every day. Just ask my wife. And, uh, and I'll, uh, I don't know if you're so wrong or that she's so great. Uh, well, that's probably <laughs> more to be true. That's probably what's more true. I, I guarantee if you talk to the Indiana Ag Association, she's the queen. <laughs> she is. She, she is a great advisor. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, as the story goes, Andy, I'm the one that got her into being the advisor. 
<laughs> and because uh, they asked me to do it, and they didn't know her. And then now that she's there, uh, Glenn's just second fiddle. You really right. don't need him. <laughs> right. We just need we just need Glenn to get you here, and, and yeah. Sarah, you just run with it. Yeah, she runs the deal. So, but that's a whole another story. But we'll talk about some other time. But, right. Right. Glenn, tell us a, a little more about the story of, of Exemplify. When when did you guys realize that you really had something here? Uh, when How did this thing come about? We knew, he you know, remember now, Exemplify was at our last sale in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And so he was not, he was raised here as a calf because his mother was a donor. So he was actually raised at the ET facility. Mm-hmm. So it was a strange deal. So I didn't get to see him a whole lot. And actually, to be real honest with you, the the tale of Exemplify really came about when uh, Ben Weiss, which is, you know, he runs, uh, he's one of the co-managers of our farm, Mm -hmm. him and Dylan McLean, they run the farm together. I've pretty much stepped down from those duties now. And and anyway, Ben, at that time, Dylan wasn't with us and and Ben calls me. He went up to uh, clip the bulls to picture Mm -hmm. and he took a quick video of Exemplify coming at, at that time his name was not exemplify it was just confidence plus mm-hmm. and and uh he sent me this video and he said have you seen this bull and i said no but put that on facebook <laughs> and i guarantee you, the minute we put that on facebook we had more calls off of that bull that's when i knew he was special mm-hmm. we had many people go see him and i mean they called him the you know the man child i mean he was a confidence plus that was different Mm-hmm. For most confidence pluses. I mean, he, and then when we scanned him, the, the folklore even got better. You know, mm-hmm. he was the number one scanning bull. Uh, he did everything perfect. I mean, he, he never missed a beat. And in docility, he's, he's like a kitten. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he, he just, and, and, but yet still, Andy, you have to understand when you, when you have a bull like that, that you think is great, you have to be careful. Right. You cannot go public. And tell the world he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, which I did not. I tried to control myself. I hope I never came <laughs> off that way. I mean, he sold for a lot of money, which uh-huh. right away brought attention to him. Right. And then when that happens, the hammer comes down on me, Andy, if he fails. Right. Right. Fred's not Fred's not going to get those calls. They uh-huh. come to me. Right. And so I'm very, very cautious anymore because I've had, like I said, I've had bulls that have failed. Mm-hmm. And so when i really knew he was great was this fall when we had our first big you know 25 of them born Mm -hmm. and they were head and shoulders above the rest Mm -hmm. which one of them was the one we sold in oklahoma you know the uh the one that drew everyone's attention Mm -hmm. and uh that was 0736 and she's of course she's out of our greatest cow also one of our greatest cows. She's out of 3189, which has been our high income cow. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, you know, by, by lack of design that the right. calf was good. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll take full credit for that part, Andy. But, <laughs> but, uh, actually, I, I didn't even breed her. The boys bred her. So I, that's more of a joke for the boys, but, right. but, uh, they, they bred her and it was the right baby because mm-hmm. that calf was sensational. I just put a picture out last week again on Facebook just to show everyone that that calf was not the only exemplify that's incredible. Right. And I mean, they're all just, to be real honest with you, Andy, he's the first bull that in years, I mean, you and I are both old enough, unfortunately, to remember when you would inject performance bulls into the show cows. Mm-hmm. And this is the first bull in years that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. We've had many show people contact us now wanting his semen. Mm-hmm. And uh, which to me, 
uh, it lets people know that what I've what I've talked about for for 30 years now, cattle can't just have big numbers. They have to be physically athletic, right. and they have to be smooth shouldered. They have to travel well, or I will not have them on the farm. Right. And and he is the epitome of what I've bred for for the last you know 35 40 years. Right. And and I I hope he continues. Uh, you know, there's a lot lot to be done yet. All I can tell you is our spring calves are the same way. Uh, they are born right. They're they're born the right size, born the right shape, and they just excel once they're born. Mm-hmm. And you know, the only thing now is what size will they be mature? That's right. the only thing we're waiting for. Uh, you know, he's a five eight frame bull himself, mm-hmm. and uh, so we're hoping he throws somewhere between you know five six and six two. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're no bigger than that, I'll, I'll really be happy. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a lot to be done yet, but uh, the early signs now in the bull are, are incredible, and we, we could not be prouder that uh, that we raised that bull. Right. Yeah, and uh, I, I hope he works because uh, we've, uh, we've used him in our program quite a bit, and actually I just bred one to him uh, here about an hour ago. So, uh, yeah, we, uh, we've jumped on it, and, and uh, we, we as well. Uh, hope that he he really excels and and really works out and maybe we'll be on the leading end of something for once. <laughs> well, I, I uh, I'll tell you what, it's always a risk. Every time you use a young sire, it's right. a risk. But but I can tell everyone listening that the risk now is 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 uh, it's been cut in half at the least. Uh huh. At the least, I can assure you that you can use that bull, and uh, you made him properly, and you're going to be very happy. Right. And. Right. Uh, We've made it in many ways, and he really hasn't failed in any mating. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, he really excels to animals that are similar to him. Right. You know, just if they've got any phenotype already, all he does is improve it. Mm-hmm. Good. And uh, the neck extension is what 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 has shocked us. Uh huh. You know, the the amazing front end is 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 hard to get out of a out of a bull with his kind of numbers. Right. You know, most numbered up bulls that have that kind of marbling, they they don't throw that kind of front end. Uh-huh. But that was the, the you know, that was the reason, uh, you know, we really, really thought he might do it if he can just, you know. Like I said, we're excited. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Right. Yeah, and I can I can imagine, and, and as well you should be, especially with the early success of him. And, and yeah, you've if you guys uh, – that picture you put up, I've seen it a couple of places. Is it on Lynn's? Uh, is it on yeah, Lynn's Lynn Facebook? Jangus. Yes, on the Facebook page. Okay. Yeah, the new one, the new calf. Right. And that calf's actually that's why I put that one up specifically. That calf is out of a prophet mm-hmm. cow, which is not a known phenotype animal. Mm-hmm. And and you'll see we've got a flush of five sisters out of that deal, and that that calf will be our next headliner. It's another one, same kind of numbers of the calf we just sold, you know, the big 300 some dollar C and the $200 B, and yet she looks like a Greek goddess. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's phenomenal. I, awesome. We bought that flush last year in in, uh, in Denver, and I had never expected the phenotype. I've never seen the cow, so I can't say anything that way. Mm-hmm. I've seen pictures of her. She looks great, but, but uh, I mean, the, these heifers and bulls out of that mating, we have nine total, and they're just they're stellar mm-hmm. and our other ones we've got them we've had a few mistakes where we were lucky mm-hmm. we had a couple of great calves and we just got the blood back and i said my god that's an incredible calf or whatever the sire was 
And here they made a mistake in the book and here they were exemplifies. And I was like, well, that makes more sense. <laughs> you know, when we were looking at these heifers and I said, holy moly, these are, these are incredible. And I don't want to say the sire that they were, I don't want to hurt anybody, uh -huh. but, but uh, men just got the blood back and, and they were switched. You uh -huh. know, somehow the boys, you know, put the wrong stick of semen in them or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, uh, once you realize they were exemplifies, then you looked at them and you were like, yes, yeah, that is what they are. Right. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't hard. So that, that means a lot to me. And I hope everyone else sees that same thing when they get the young calves. Right. And you guys, you guys like uh, Confidence Plus so much, you guys start the bull sale out with some Confidence Plus bulls. Well, I can tell you, Andy, this is a whole other deal. Now, this is something that should actually excite you. This is, a, this is an actual all Indiana pedigree. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, the, yep. the roof, you know, comes from Stuart Select. Right. And and then we got, you know, we bought the cow with Cody Sankey. And so it's all Indiana. Mm -hmm. There's nothing, lot one and two are 100% Indiana. Uh, the world got to see the greatness of that cow when uh, we sold Lynn's Crown Point. At the time, his name was different. Uh, so people may not notice his name, but uh, we had some backlash on the name and, and, uh, Everyone was pretty well to be done with 2020. So, right. so we, we changed his name to Lynn's Crown Point. And, you know, he sold in our uh, female sale, which we like to do. We like to put one great bull in the female sale. Mm -hmm. And he went to Gen X, and uh, the bull is really making a lot of semen. So I'm expecting these two brothers to be the same. And uh, or we're hoping anyway. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I, we've had lots of interest in a lot one and two bulls. I mean, they've been probably the most exciting bulls we've had since Exemplify himself, as far as interest. Mm -hmm. I, I've had uh, an assortment of calls from an assortment of different kinds of breeders. So, so hopefully uh, they come in as, as the next uh, great Lynn sire that we've raised, and and we're we're hoping anyway. Right. And uh, you know, both of them are slightly different than Exemplify. You know, Exemplify. The lot one has has the same exemplify look. Mm -hmm. The lot two is just all power. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he's just long as a bus and, and just really powerful. And the lot one is very flashy, even though they're full brothers, Andy. They're they're actually slightly different. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're they're just uh, which you get in genetics, you know that. And, right. And uh, the cow is stellar. I mean, I can let people know right now they will expect to see great things out of that cow. We we flush her hard. Um, we're going to have, uh, we've got five or six daughters of her already. And I mean, we, we, we would put her in our top five cows now. Right. She's already proved it in her first big flush year that she's a cow to reckon with in our herd. She is definitely doing some damage. So again, I got to thank Cody Sankey and, uh, Stuart Select for, uh, raising such a cow. And, right. uh, I believe Cody bought her at, at side on a cow that he bought from Stuart Select. So, mm -hmm. so both, both those herds should be commended. Uh, as part of the success but right but uh so we were very happy with that and indiana guys we like that oh yeah i mean i'm all about i'm all about state pride and, and as everybody knows that's why you know you know that's why i try to get involved with the juniors and try to get involved with the seniors and well whatever we're not really called seniors i guess but <laughs> some of us <laughs> right. are seniors but right but uh you know with the with the adult membership and and i, I just want to help as many people as i can and make our state uh do as well as we can and get some you know get some well-deserved respect indiana has some great cattle and some great cattle men so right. so i i hope the, i hope people will see that right and uh you know as you look at the catalog andy if you, you know if you go right down the pages you get to the lot three bull and the lot four and five those are no doubt bulls now mm -hmm. it's one of our smaller contemporary groups 
but uh, don't don't kid yourself that they're not some of our best uh, bulls. Mm-hmm. Uh, the no doubt thing, they're powerful. They're they're not heifer bulls by any means, mm-hmm. but they are power bulls. And uh, you know you can see the 453 cow in the lot three. I mean that is our number one dollar income cow. Uh, you know, Nowoski's in Maple Lane bought the half interest in her a few years ago. And as you can see, every time anything sells out of her, it's it's a, it's a high seller. So mm-hmm. we're very proud of those calves. The, you know, the lot five, four and five are kind of the same way. Uh, one of our lead donors, um, just just tremendous bulls, you know. And then and again, back to what we talked about, Andy, the, the big sire groups, the big contemporary groups. You know, we've got uh, how many Niagara's? We've got uh eight Niagara selling. Mm-hmm. And again, Indiana, that's an Indiana bull, which I really, that, that really drove us to him. Right. And a couple of them are breed leading members. The lot six is, is probably the best Niagara we have. And he's actually one of Niagara's top numbered sons. Since the book was printed, he's gone up $20 on dollar C. Oh, wow. You know, now he's a $300 C bull and, and, a, and a $198 B, I believe. And which is very high for Niagara. Niagara's not used for that. Niagara's used for balanced traits very balanced trait sire and uh they're balanced trait cattle i mean mm-hmm. they're just they're just phenomenal and and uh i i really gotta admit uh the niagara using niagara was it was a great plus for us mm-hmm. and then you know and then the next bull you know in the book uh they're not really in any particular order in the book as far as quality but other than a lot one and two of course they were you know they're they're a different deal but but uh then after the niagara's come in the tahoes and that was another bull uh, we used basically for heifers, and then we used him on a couple flushes to put in heifers. Because mm-hmm. a couple of our uh, co-op guys will put eggs in heifers, and they said, hey, can you use a heifer bull? Well, I'm going to tell you something. Tahoe is more than a heifer bull. They are some of the best calves. Sale day, I'm very excited to see what people think of the Tahoes. I mean, I, I really think they're good cattle. And and then after them come in the signals, and they're another one. You know, we've got uh, between signal and power play, the two 1682 sons, we've we've got over 15 bulls out of that mating, and and Signal uh, is special, mm-hmm. very special bull. I mean, he him and uh, Growth Fund and Power Play, we used all three, and uh, Signal at our farm. Not, I'm not saying anywhere else, but at our farm, Signal dominated. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are. You can see the proof in the pudding there. The bulls again, very very all around good numbers, good birth, good, good everything, you know, and uh, just, just incredible how they made it with our cows. The power plays, we didn't get as many and they made it very well. Uh, you know, we had, we don't have quite as many of those, but uh, they made it exceptional and their number set is, is maybe a touch higher, but uh, very similar goals. And then we had a couple master plans, Andy, that, that is another lens bull. Mm-hmm. Or, well, actually, it was Lynn's breeding, but we bought the bull, mm-hmm. and he died. He only had 300 units of semen total. He had one collection at Origin, and then he broke his hip. Oh, wow. And uh, as you can see from Lot 34, though, they're, they're beast. Mm-hmm. I mean, they in our last sale, they were the highest-selling sire group. Right. And these are the last two we have. So this will be the last time we offer master plan calves for sale, and both of them are exceptional, just exceptional. And then we come into Lynn's accuracy, which is – Again, one of our own resident herd sires and, and uh, at Gen X and, and, you know, again, just a bull that has done so much good for us. He's a shock bred bull, you know, then back to active duty, which was a bull that I raised. And, and the 2397 from Shoff is one of the greatest cows to ever walk the planet. 
Mm -hmm. And accuracy, just that kind of bull. He's another all-around good-numbered bull. And and like the lot 37 is actually, uh, he's over $300 C now too. And he is a half-brother to Confidential, the mm -hmm. bull that went to Alta in our second sale. Mm -hmm. So the accuracy sons are very good. And then, you know, you roll to the shifting gears. Again, another bull that died too young. Mm -hmm. But uh, they're just incredible bulls. Uh, so many people called us and just loved them. There just isn't enough of them because he died young. You know, we only had about maybe 1,200 units of semen total on him. And, and unfortunately, we thought he was going to continue to do well. So uh, about 800 of those went to commercial guys. Mm -hmm. So we, we really didn't have much. We have guys call us now just wanting semen on him. And we, we've had some just tremendous calves out of him. Mm -hmm. And again, he's just an all-around great-numbered bull. He's an extreme calving. He's bull himself. But of course, if you breed him to the heavier birth weight cows, you can still get a you know a two pound or a, right. you know a one pound calf. But I mean, at least at least six of the calves out of him in the sale are negative for birth. Right. So if you're looking for Cavanese bulls, he'll he'll be the lead off bull that way. Yes. You know. Then we go to Dooley, which D.L. Dooley was another bull we used very heavily. Um, we're, again, we're selling ten of them in the sale. And I mean, just powerhouses. They're they're another sire group that they're extremely soft made, Andy, but they're very powerful. And uh, I, I just love the Dooleys. Uh, we got a lot of different kind of matings to him. Uh, some of our best donors, most of them are ET calves that are Dooleys. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, he's he's another bull that wasn't a huge number bull. And he's very good yearling weight, you know, in a very low birth. Mm -hmm. But his dollar C, dollar B weren't that high. But when you come and see the bulls, they'll be some of the first bulls you notice. Mm -hmm. So so we're very happy with them, too. Uh, we used Enhance, of course, like the rest of the country. And we've got some excellent Enhances. I mean, a couple of them have some of the best numbers in the sale. I'll be anxious to see what happens with them. Uh, it, you know, it'll be it'll be very interesting because the like the lot 65 bull, uh, he's he's got great numbers a 66 bull and they've actually went up their mother has been climbing their mother sold in our female sale and uh went to high roller angus in texas and since she's gotten down there she's gone up 20 some dollars on dollar c so both of those bulls are much higher now too mm -hmm. and uh so we're quite high on them they're a little different kind of breeding for us but uh very very happy with the bulls that we're selling out of them mm -hmm. Uh, we've even got, we've got a Southern Charm bull. We, we've only got two, well, three Southern Charms this year. And we really like Southern Charm. We sold a lot of them last year. And probably the the the, the most impressive bull in the sale is Lot 71. And he is actually a Southern Charm that's got just unbelievable power and mass and real high marbling. I mean, he no one will miss that bull. That right. bull will not sell the 71st bull i'll promise you that <laughs> you're not he, doing them he, in book order then no he will not go in book order. we did the female sale in book order but i i don't believe we may i don't know we really liked it in the female sale but mm -hmm. but uh you know i don't know what'll happen then we we've got some ambassadors which again is one of those bulls i was telling you that we've been buying well ambassador is another one he had an untimely early death and uh i just had some incredible news andy just yesterday uh, Cody Quam from Wisconsin mm -hmm. called me, and he bought a uh, 7804 was her number in last year's sale. Mm -hmm. And her calf, they just scanned it, and he, he texted me with the message. Now, don't quote me because uh, I don't have it pulled up because I can't mess with my phone while I'm talking on it. But <laughs> the bull scanned 
I want to say 9.7. I could be wrong. Cody will correct me, but but uh, it was 9.6, 9.7 for IMF. Uh-huh. Race rode 193 in their great herd. Oh wow! And that was out of Ambassador to a to a Lens, you know, Innovation cow that he bought. So those are the calls you love, right? You know, you, you want to get those calls. So we've got a couple Ambassadors in there. Uh, we've got some great Ambassador daughters, and both these bulls are very good. The two Ambassadors are in there. The one is exceptional. The lot 76 is mm-hmm. a very good bull. The uh, we got a couple of Americas in. They're the two youngest bulls in the sale. Uh, they're very nice. Um, you know, they're again just very high numbered for America. Mm-hmm. You know, be- because of the cow, they're out of 453 again. And then we have a forefront bull. Now this will be the wild card bull. Our forefront bull is uh, a bull we bought from Pineview Angus out of Iowa, and we bought him for his incredible carcass. He's a top 10 dairy bull. For the breed you know mm-hmm. when they came out with the dairy index right but i'm gonna tell you what he's a lot more than that he uh i went out west to one of our uh, best herds that bred to him heavily out in montana at stacy hooks and uh, he's in fact, fact stacy's a right up in front of the book there mm-hmm. and i'm gonna tell you what the forefront stood out like i don't even want to say the word how how well they stood out mm-hmm. they stood out like a sore something Right, and, and and I'm telling you, they were dominant, and this bull's no different. Um, just incredible, incredible, you know, bull. We we the future is very bright for him. Next year's sale, we'll probably have twenty of them in it. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And another young bull that we're very high on. Uh, you know, just just very excited. And then we've got at the end of the book, we've got some inertias, some cowboy ups, some innovations. Uh, you know, to kind of wrap the book up. Mm-hmm. And uh, the bull sale, like I told you, Andy, is is far, far and above any bull sale we've had. I know everybody says that every year, mm-hmm. but, but we are a young herd. So, uh, so basically, it, it's true. I mean, we grew a great deal last year. Mm-hmm. And we grew so much that, that, you know, we just had so much more selection. Right. And we kept... You know, we, we just called hard. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, you're, you're buying bulls that are that have been called extensively, mm-hmm. right? Extensively, two hundred down to a hundred or so. Yes, yeah, it was actually over two hundred right. to get down to under a hundred, and and uh, so we're very proud of that. Uh, as far as the bulls, the bulls have been fed right. As far as feeding, the bulls will not be fat. You know, they've been scanned. We got the scan data. We'll have it all on a sheet uh, for everybody. Um, it's uh, you know most of them were at two tenths of back fat which means they were you know maybe a hair light mm-hmm. you know uh but but that i like you know just because i, I really don't want to ruin them right and uh, i've done it in the past don't get me wrong i've had a lot of bull sales you know in my life and i mean you you, you know how bulls are andy it's very hard to to know when you've gone too far right until you scan them and then you're like oh shit we got to go heavier <laughs> right <laughs> right and, uh, you know it's just one of those deals and I mean, the genetics are there, so a guy just has to, you know, trust in the bull. And and uh, but they are They're, the bulls are heavy. I would say most of the yearling weights were between anywhere between like twelve hundred and and fourteen. Mm-hmm. You know, right, right, perfect for what I think a bull should weigh mm-hmm. at a year. The fall bulls, of course, were lighter. Mm-hmm. You know, because we, you know, they're on grass all summer and they're not treated the same as the springs. Right. But them fall bulls are sound, and and I mean they're they're impressive. I mean they'll be heavy sale day, of course, because right. they've been been eating all winter but but uh, i really like the fall deal in fact andy we i was just telling you about our spring moving up to november and december our 
our falls, we've, we've just moving the herd heavily, heavily that way. Mm-hmm. We will eventually be a, you know, probably 80% fall herd. Uh-huh. So, so we just like the fall bulls. Giving people an 18 month old bull is a huge deal. Right. Just so much better at breeding. You don't have near the breeding troubles. So there's, there's, I believe 30 fall bulls in the sales. So people, uh, should like that. And, and next year's sale will be even more. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of extra size, extra time, extra yeah. pounds, extra, yeah. um, yeah. extra maturity, and brought up, and brought I guess. Up right. right. You know, and then, like I said, just brought up right. Right. You know, not, not pushed, raised on grass, you know, all summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they just grow the way you'd, oh, they look rough. When you go out there in the grass, you're like, <laughs> you're not used to, it's tough. Right. It's not like I'm going to take you there every summer unless you directly ask me. Right. <laughs> right. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's not the way bulls are normally fed, but, but, uh, you just have to know that it just helps so much with their testicle development and their, you know, their feet and legs and just all around body. It really helps them. Right. I just think it makes them, you know, the longevity is just so much better. Right. Absolutely agree. And you guys uh, can, again, find the uh, find the catalog. If you don't have a catalog, probably getting pretty close to the time that, uh, that they could send you one. But it is uh, at lensheritageangus.com. Is that right? Yes, it's at lensheritage.com. And, and you can find all the videos also. Mm-hmm. The videos are either through the Angus Association, you know, you can go to our book and they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can hit on each bull or you can go to YouTube or you can go to lensheritage.com or you can go to uh, uh, Brooklyn at live auctions. She also has them up. Right. So you or could, you could watch the podcast video as well. Yes, you could. Exactly. Right. Well, that's great. Yeah. And, and again, we want to tell you the uh, fourth annual performance tested bull sale. It's January 23rd. Uh, Crown Point, Indiana, and Lids, Lynn's Heritage Angus. And uh, Glenn, I, I appreciate you getting this set up again, and so that we could we could get this on and, and have you on the podcast again. And and I just uh, I just enjoy talking to you any chance that we get. And and I know I always learn so much. Uh, I, I wish you could learn half as much as what I learn when we have a discussion. So. Oh no, I I. Uh... I, I, I got to tell you the same back at you, buddy. I, I just, I, I you know, like say you and your dad, your dad was there yesterday. I mean, uh, I'll tell you what, if you don't know Andy's dad, uh, you need to know him. He is one of the most honorable men you'll, you'll ever meet. Uh, just an incredible man. Incredible, incredible family. Your daughter, Allie. So <laughs> I got to throw a little extra in for her. I love that girl. Well, uh, she's, she's got good ones to look up to, uh, through your daughter as well. So, uh, we appreciate, nope, I appreciate, appreciate that, that, bud, and then we'll hopefully see you soon. Right. Well, that sounds great. I don't. I was. I was thinking we were going to get to go to the bull sale this year. Uh, we've. We. I haven't missed a female sale, uh, but I haven't been to one of the bull sales yet. And uh, you know, with all the COVID and all the craziness, why? Uh, I was thinking we. I'm looking at the basketball schedule because I call. We call the basketball games. And so I was like, all right, we've got that Saturday off. We've got a game Friday night, but we've got that Saturday off. We could fly up there Saturday morning, go to the bull sale, eat excellent, as you always do at Lynn's Heritage Angus. And uh, they stopped in about noon on Friday and said, hey, we picked up a game next Saturday. And then the girls coach came in about 40 minutes later, and he says, hey, we picked up a game next Saturday too. So, <laughs> so I don't think we're going to get to make the bull sale, and I'm, I'm pretty upset about that. Well, I definitely, one thing, like you said, you are a stalwart at the female sale, which (laughs) like you said, you could tell everyone in the world, it's one of the sales that you don't want to miss. Even if you're not coming to buy, you don't want to miss it for the fun and the 
the uh, got a little bit of drinking going on, a little bit of little bit of music, and, and just a lot of good fellowship from you know a lot of people, and and we're really proud of that. And the, and the meal, of course, is is second to none. So. Mm-hmm. Anytime anyone gets to come, uh, if nothing else, you get a you get a chance to eat a Lynn steak, which is always a benefit. Right, right. And you're going to have that on Saturday at noon with yes. uh, with the sale following at two o'clock uh, Central Standard Time. Yep, yep. Right. That'll be perfect. All right. Well, that sounds great, uh, Glenn. Uh, I appreciate it again, and uh, good luck with the bull sale. And uh, we will talk to you very soon uh, on the female sale, and it'll be here before we know it, I'm sure. Uh, but again, uh, just want to, want to wish you luck with everything that, uh, coming up here with the bull sale. Thank you very much, Andy. All right. Well, thank you. And we want to thank you for listening to another edition of before the bid podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of before the bid for more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, visit us at before the or Facebook twitter youtube and instagram pages for information on being a guest on before the bid please email us at before the bid at gmail.com or one of our social media pages remember that's before the bid at gmail.com happy sales to you and we will talk to you next time on before the bid